every night at 11. CBS 47 Action News Jax is on the scene, wherever news is breaking. Live in St. Augustine. In Mandarin. Live from Riverside. I'm Action News Jax, Tanika Hughes. With more reporters all over Jacksonville, we can bring you more in-depth local news coverage from where you live. On the north side. Downtown Jacksonville. In Orange Park. Live in Atlantic Beach. And I'm John Bachman. More reporters means we cover more news, and that makes you more informed. It's why more people are watching Action News Jax at 11. Local coverage you can count on. Welcome back to Babecast. My name is Megan. Thanks for tuning in. Today is very special because we have some serious advice from somebody who really knows her stuff, which is pretty much every guest on Babecast, to be honest with you. But this is something different than we've had before and definitely something that I needed in my life. If you've ever had a time in your life where you've struggled, whether it be budgeting your money or living your life paycheck to paycheck and not being able to do the things you want or, you know, being irresponsible and going out to the bars and blowing all your money in one night, then this is the episode for you. Please welcome to Babecast, money coach and personal finance expert, April Caldwell. You're a money coach and a financial advisor for women specifically? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's um, interesting. Yeah. I work with women. Working with women is my passion. It's how I have built my it's a boutique firms. How I've built it is to work with women. I will work with couples as well, mm-hmm. but just helping women is my passion. That's great. You're in the right place. <laughs> so where are you from? I am a Jacksonville native. Nice. One of the rare ones. Yes. There you go. I actually feel like I've had a lot of people in who are Jacksonville natives, right. which in the beginning I was like, oh, I feel like that never happens. But now it's just, it just seems very common. So I guess there are more natives than we realize. Or maybe just all the amazing people are Jacksonville Sticking natives. around. Or they no. leave and then they come back <laughs> yes. because they're like, I love Jacksonville. Yeah. yeah. Um. So your family is here. Um, most of my family is here. Um, my dad lives in Tampa. Okay. Um, brothers um, and the babies are here in Jacksonville. And then, yeah, I mean, my other family um, spread out a little bit. Okay. And then home. you have a daughter you mentioned I earlier. Do. How my, old is she? She will be 21 this wow. year. Wow. <laughs> what? You do not have a 21-year-old. I do. I do. What's that yeah. like? That, um, <laughs> being a mom, so... I became her mom when she was nine. She was like my husband's wedding present oh, to me. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, you know, bonus mom, but she That's lived great. with us. My husband had custody. And being a mom is the most terrifying, stressful, unrewarding, magnificent person role that you can ever be. It yeah. taught me so much. I love this kid, she is amazing. Um, <laughs> Something you can never really like prepare for. You just kind of figure it out as you go. <laughs> exactly. And you're like, right. am I screwing this up? You know. So, yeah. That's my motto. Am I screwing this up? <laughs> um, your husband is here as well. Yes, okay, yes. cool. What do you do in your spare time? Hobbies? Do you watch any reality TV? I'm not a big reality TV person. Your daughter probably does. <laughs> I know. Like, oh, I could tell you, like, the stuff she watches, I just can't watch. Yeah. It's, like, totally gross. But, um, yeah, I guess, my, you know, somebody asked me the other day what I do to, like, recharge. Yeah. 
I work. I'm like, I think I need hobbies. Well, yeah. What do you, what are you, what is your like, like your thing to do like when you're not working? Or are you just one of those people that are like always in the zone? I'm kind of always in the zone. Yeah. I love to read. Um, okay. That's good. You know, <laughs> I wish I loved to read. I'm like the worst. <laughs> I get so distracted. I don't know what it is. It's yeah. just something. It's, it's like there's so many distractions now with like our phones and then TV and there's like a million shows I need to catch up with. <laughs> yes. I'm the worst. Yeah. <laughs> so did you go to school here? I did. did I went you to went to school. UNF? No. Oh, okay. Um, high school here. Um, I got my associates at FSCJ and then I joined the army after 9-11. So I oh, kind of wow. left Jacksonville for a while. I got my master's in Ohio at a private college up there. Okay. What made you want to join the Army? 9-11. Really? Yeah. It just really had this impact on me that, I mean, I was kind of older to join the Army. I was in my early 20s, which when I went to boot camp, I was older than a lot of my drill sergeants. Okay. Um, But it just had such a profound impact on me that I wanted to go serve my country. What was that experience like? Uh, how long were you there? Um, now I'm, I have a million questions. <laughs> um, I was in almost two years. I am actually, I'm a disabled vet. I was medically discharged after an injury. Oh, wow. And, okay. Um, the experience, like I went in not liking heights, being claustrophobic, not like being dirty. Apparently I have an issue with authority. So <laughs> it was, um, it was. You learn a lot about yourself. Absolutely. Interesting. Well, thank you for your service. Well, thank you. So then when you got back, what like was what was your life like? Were you like what was your perspective on everything just totally different or um, Yeah, like I couldn't watch the news for a long time. Yeah. You know, um when I got out, you know, everything was still kind of going on. I couldn't watch the news for a while. Um it just so my my stepmom mm-hmm. died while I was in like week five of boot camp. Wow. So I got this sympathy card and I had no idea who it was from. And so I'm like going and I'm having to like use a payphone to call around to find out who that sympathy card was for. And so. Oh, so you didn't know who passed away? No. Oh my God. I know, so I'm just like calling and I'm not reaching people. And I finally reached my grandmother and she told me. And, um, and the next day I had to go qualify on the range, you know, with my weapon. And I'm just sitting there and I'm thinking, like, how is any of this important, you know? Yeah. And so I got out, you know, and that I didn't get to grieve, like, while I was in the military. Not really. So getting right. out, dealing with being out of the military, which was not my plan. I was going to be a lifer. Dealing with this grief, my perspective on everything was yeah. like totally changed when you couldn't even really focus on it I imagine right. like you had to just keep doing what you were doing yeah and that's, that's like how you find out they just like send you a letter and, and that's it or my co-workers from my old job were really sweet they saw the notice and they sent me a sympathy card oh and they didn't say like on the loss of your mom it just was like you know here's our right story. and I'm just calling I'm just like you know I'm like Please don't let it be this person. Please don't let it be yeah. this person. Well, how could no one, t- people just couldn't tell you? Or um, My dad made the decision not to just oh. because I was in week five of boot camp. Oh, my God. So your friends were trying to be nice, but yes. like really they just made it worse. <laughs> you know, yeah. Bless their heart, you know, but yeah. Oh. Oh, wow. So you got back and what what was your next like thing that you did? Um, I got back, I ended up back in a cubicle, which I hated. And so yeah, like, how does that, I mean, I feel like I imagine that's such a hard adjustment. Like it's yeah. not like, and you're experiencing things that none of us are experiencing too. So it's like you go and then you just go to a desk job. Like, did you struggle with that? Were you like, 
were you like sad or I was um, I was bored out of my mind okay like, you know <laughs> okay. I mean like you know and so I I quit my job and I moved to Ohio because it was April and it was snowing in Ohio and how cool is that cool I think that's horrible it was it was was like that sounds like my nightmare I was so naive (laughs) um you can't wear flip-flops in the snow no no um I lived up there a couple years um got bored so I moved to Germany and I lived in Europe for about six months traveling around oh wow and um, why Germany because the army promised to send me to Germany and they didn't so I'm like, I'm going to do this So you myself. just went on your own will, like just to, did you work over there? Or? Um, I was a nanny for okay, cool. a military family. And so I got to travel to a lot of different countries and it was amazing. Did the military kind of connect you with those people Is there, or you no. just seeked it? No, I just like, yeah, I just went after it. I'm like, how can I do this? How can I do this financially responsible? How can I do this? the cheapest way possible and right. it was to be um, a nanny over there. I think everybody wants like some type of experience where they live like far away from where they grew up yeah. or you know, some type of change, you know, that's yeah. a big change though. It was. So six months you were in Germany yeah. and then you decided to come back to Jacksonville. I came back to Ohio. Oh, okay. Um, I forgot met, about the Ohio part. Yeah, I know. <laughs> everything was there. Um, met my husband um and then we i brought him down here in february okay and he could wear shorts and so, he was sold yes he like, was like i'm down yes <laughs> he hadn't been here during the summer yet okay yeah but, august don't want to be anywhere <laughs> near here you right. can't breathe <laughs> yes but we packed up and the three of us moved down here so nice yeah. and then you've been here ever since been here ever since so what did you go to school for um i have a master's in business okay um, so you knew that was something that you were passionate about then um i always knew that i wanted to have my money straight you know mm-hmm. i grew up watching the women in my family either struggle with it be controlled by it control others by it mm-hmm. and i knew i wanted to be in control of my own financial life okay and i saw a masters in business as doing that i mean i was going to have the corner office i was going to have the six figures this was my ticket to the life that i wanted right and I graduated in 08. Okay. So no one wanted to, the market was down. That was a bad time. Yeah, yeah. The economy was bad. No one wanted to pay for a master's degree. I had to take my master's off my resume to get a job when I moved back down here. What? That's insane. I know. Oh I my know. gosh. Yeah. Okay. So you said you were dealing with struggles when you were a kid and that's why you wanted to be like financially responsible. Yeah. What did something specific happen? Yeah. Well, I grew up pretty well off. Like, you know, we were, um, upper class mm-hmm. every you know anything i really wanted we could have there was a lot of kids we we went and we ate out and we got to go to the movies and right. just and then overnight it changed okay um, when i turned so 16 our family dynamic our finances changed and i went you know we went to not having anything mm-hmm. and i watched my stepmom you know filling up windex bottles with water to take them back to the store to get money i watched her selling things to make ends meet mm-hmm. and i'm just like i'm not gonna live like this you realize it yeah you were directly dealing with it if you're watching your stepmom deal with that too yeah so you were like this is not gonna be my life right right i watched my my mama stay married to a man that she hated they were married 40 years and they did not like each oh, other Oh god but she couldn't leave because she couldn't financially support herself yeah and just all of seeing all of this as i grew up just really made me really clear on how I wanted to have my life and how I didn't want to have my life. 
And I think a lot of people, a lot of women, especially like struggle with that. You're maybe unhappy, but money is huge. Like it's everything. You can't do anything without it. Exactly. Unfortunately. (laughs) Right. I mean, whether you want to have your own business, if you want to donate, if you want to have a nonprofit, it all requires money. Right. When you were a kid, do you remember, like, was there like a dream job that you had or were you just were kind of like figuring it out as you went? I always say I always ask this question and I'm I'm like, I wanted to be a dolphin trainer, but obviously very unrealistic. Like, was there something that you had in your head you wanted to do for a really long time? Probably until I hit about 16. Uh-huh. I wanted to be a cowgirl. A cowgirl. So, okay. Yes. <laughs> Yeehaw. yes, exactly. All right. Um, and then I kind of realized that was not going to be a reality. <laughs> Um, so I wanted I wanted to be an attorney. Oh, okay. Um, and that's what I saw. I saw me getting my master's. I saw me getting my law degree. Um, and then I realized I didn't like public speaking. Really? So, yes. Don't you do that though? Yes, every month on a regular basis. Yes. Yeah. But I just you know what's of... weird is I don't either, and I have this job, which is obviously, but like I get very nervous yeah. because it's different when you're sitting in a studio or like I'm like I just feel like you and I are having a conversation, but when you're standing in front of people, it's it's hard. It's a hard thing. And I know I'm not the only one. Like, I know tons of people struggle with that. But yes. I love being in front of a group teaching women about money and about finances and, like, changing their lives. Yeah. I love that. I mean, I still get nervous. Yeah. But I, I never pictured myself doing Do you this. think there's maybe, like, is there any, like, tricks or, like, anything that you've found that you help you get over that fear? Practice. Okay. I mean, just honestly. Honestly, just doing it. Yeah. I've been running women's events almost five years now. So I speak in front of a group of women at least every month. So I've done this, I don't know, 80 times or wow, so. Wow. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, but you know what? If you if I speak, because I, I go into the community and speak too, but if you throw in like a co-ed group, I still get the shakes because I'm used to seeing a sea of women's faces. Oh, yeah. So so April Caldwell is your actual business. Like you are April and then that's your yes. business, right? Yeah. So you offer financial services Correct. for women. How did this happen? How did you get into this or start this journey after everything you've been through? So after, um, after kind of like I came back to Jacksonville and couldn't find the job, and ended up, you know, in corporate and realized that's not where I wanted to be. Right. I started looking for something else. And I started out doing, like, financial advising for a firm. And I was with them for nine years. So that's where you got your experience. Yes. Okay. Um, you know, I have banking experience. I have a lot of other finance experience from my corporate life. But really, this last nine years of being with them... It was investments. It was life insurance, long-term care. It was all the planning things. Mm -hmm. But then I saw this missing piece. Like a lot of women, I mean, people in general, but I work with women. A lot of women, they don't know how to budget. They don't know how to spend their money. You're preaching to the choir right now. (laughs) I'm like the worst. And I have, I've gotten better definitely as I've gotten older. But Mm -hmm. I think there's still like parts of me that are like, I have a hard time with it. Yeah, and, well, everybody hates it, and yeah. they shouldn't. Yeah, I mean, like, having a budget is really empowering. It is about being the boss. It's about telling your money where to go. Mm-hmm. It's not saying you can't buy those shoes or have that avocado toast. Right. It's just knowing I'm going to buy those shoes. I'm going to spend my money on 
whole foods, avocado toast. And then you don't have to have the guilt or the shame that, man, I don't know if I should have bought those. Yes, the buyer's remorse. Yeah. I'm familiar with the feeling. What fun is that? You put on those shoes and you're like, man, I shouldn't have bought But those. then there's the reverse buyer's remorse where you don't buy it and then you just think about it. Right. <laughs> I have that a lot too. Yeah, but if you have a budget, you right. know if you can buy that or not. You know, right. and not miss out or not have the guilt because you did. You know that you're not sacrificing your future for what you're doing today. Right. And that's what a budget does. So then then what was your first step into like, oh my gosh, I'm just going to have my own business. Like, where did you get that idea from? Um, I've kind of always been very, like, I've always wanted to be a boss. I told you I have yeah. issue with authority. <laughs> um, so I kind of, I just saw that missing piece and mm-hmm. I wanted, you know, the women I was helping needed something more. They needed help with debt or budgeting. And I'm like, I can do this. Right. I, you know, I want to do this. This is how I want to do it. So I'm going to start my own business and, and do it and do it in a way that's fun. Right. Uh, that is relatable. That's I don't want to be your dad's financial advisor. <laughs> right. You know, that's because not my people, business model. People tend to like not listen to that. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you have to have someone like like minded, I yeah. guess. Yeah. You know, or women feel unheard or talked down to or patronized right. or little lady, you know. Totally. And so I wanted I wanted to be somebody that they would want to talk to. Yeah doesn't judge and doesn't criticize because I've made a ton of financial mistakes myself. Right. I think everybody has at one point or another. Um, So what are some of the services that you do offer? So my really big program is a six month program. So in this, I am your personal CFO. I'm your money coach. I'm your planner. And I'm like getting into your business. Yeah. We are looking at everything. I, we go through and we declutter your finances we look at what you're spending money on. Does that align with your values? Because if you want to be this healthy yogi, but you're spending money on fast food, <laughs> then maybe we need to like readjust your budget to align to your values. That's my um, bank account. My bank account is a brewery and then also Orange Theory. <laughs> like, so it's like balance. balance. Yes, you need balance. So we do that. Um, we come up with a debt freedom plan. So we look at your debt, we prioritize, we come up with a strategy to get you out of debt. And then a lot of it's about like mindset. You know, we all have money stories. I shared kind of like where where my money story came from, watching the women in my family. Right. So how do we face that, overcome it, and change our behaviors? Yeah. And it's your mind, too, I yeah. feel like, a lot of it. Yeah. Like, when I was in college, I had a credit card that my dad gave me for, like, emergencies only. Mm-hmm. You know, what that is. <laughs> That's like, oh, I need a new outfit for Friday night. And I ran that thing up, like, without really realizing what I was doing. Yeah. And I got into a problem where I couldn't pay it. And, you know, then they're calling you and that's stressful. And then when you get on the phone with them, they're like really rude and Mm -hmm. just like, and I was like 19 years old and I'm just like crying and like somebody help me. But then we figured it out, whatever, like you you can like give them a certain amount and then whatever we did. But I think that's something that like. I didn't really have a lot of knowledge of it before I got handed that credit card and didn't realize like what I was getting myself into because basically if you're paying off the minimum, you're 
you're not paying anything. <laughs> right. You're going to be so, paying that the rest of your life. Yeah. And they don't teach that. They don't teach that in school. They should. That's they something should. that needs to be more than like, I mean, I couldn't tell you anything I learned in, in high school or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like instead of teaching us geometry, maybe teach us about money yeah. <laughs> because, yes. you know, um, so since you are getting so up in people's businesses, like, do you feel like you ever have like emotional situations with your clients because I feel like that is really personal and that is that's somebody really trusting you and like letting them into seeing like where you're really spending your money like recently I gave all my my big statements to like try to get a loan to buy a house Mm -hmm. and like even that I'm like looking at all my stuff I'm like oh this is so weird that other people have to like look at this you know it's it's kind of personal it is personal and a lot of times there's like guilt with it there's shame with it there's a lot of fear totally and yeah so I work with you know like my youngest, you know, clients, like my daughter's been saving for retirement since she was nine. Yeah. You know, my older, <laughs> she's, she's got a good, yeah. she's got a good in. <laughs> yeah, she does. She doesn't know it yet, but you know, and then, she doesn't appreciate it yet, but she yet. will. <laughs> Hopefully knock on wood. And then I meet with women that are, you know, in their fifties and sixties and haven't saved. And there's yeah. so much emotion on both sides of the spectrum of right. the 20 year olds that are like, man, I know I've got to sacrifice a little bit. Um, to have this future or those that come to me that are 50 and 60 and they're like look I want to retire in five years and I don't have anything or I've been married for 20 years and now I'm divorced and I don't I don't have anything so it does it gets really emotional um there is no judgment on my part but like you're essentially like a therapist at that point because you're (laughs) you know what I mean you you're playing lots of roles yeah there is definitely lots of roles I'm wearing a lot of hats yeah um but that's what they need yeah somebody from the outside to not I mean you're not judging you're just trying to help right right and these are you know amazing smart women these are women that go to work and then hit the gym and then pick up kids if they have them and then go home and do 15 more things right and unfortunately money management is usually not one of those so that's where I come in as the personal CFO helping them you know live the life that they want to live without having to you know spend a lot of time worrying about money and know that they have a plan and getting those emotions to where they're a little more even keel. Right. And it's like so digital now too. So yeah. everything is like, you're not like balancing a checkbook right. <laughs> like you used to. Yeah. Um, do you have a single success story that kind of sticks out in your mind of somebody maybe recently that has, you've really turned everything around for them? Um, I have, I have so many. No. Um, no, that's good. <laughs> I mean, that's what you're there for. Um, I will say I have, um, and she shares, I won't say her name, but she shares her story. Um, so I don't mind sharing hers is she became a client when she had a six figure job. Mm-hmm. She's married. She has a daughter who's 12 and then she has a special needs son who's 20. I think he just turned 22. Okay. Um, but life was good. She just knew she needed a few more things put into place. Right. And then um, she has a little bit of problem with authority, as she says, too. And she <laughs> got fired from her job. And so then what I had to do was go back. And we had to just reevaluate everything because she went from six figures to unemployed. A life-altering moment. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. She's the breadwinner. Yeah. You know, her husband stays home and takes care of their son. She's is on her shoulders mm-hmm. so you know her husband was like we need to sell your car and she's like I'm calling April because I don't know if we need to do that yeah and we went and we looked at it and they didn't need to sell the car 
we had put things in place for this situation. Just in case, yeah. Yeah. And then she wanted to go back to school and through some suggestions that I made, she got another $30,000 to go to school that she did not have to pay out of pocket for. Wow, that's great. Yeah. And then, you know, now she's kind of starting her own business. And I'm just there with her through all of the stages. So the fact that she could go from six figures to unemployed to starting her own business and be okay. Yeah. You know, still go to salsas, still, you know, just do the things she wants to do is definitely a success story, I think. Yeah, because if you're just working every five seconds and you don't have time to breathe, I'm sure that wouldn't be the happiest of life. Um, what about like investments and stuff? Like, what are you? What do you see as like priorities? Like, I I don't know a lot. Like, and we don't have to get too technical, but like, I have a four hundred one k, and I feel okay. very proud of myself for that. <laughs> so, like, what other some other things that you think are really important for somebody? You know, maybe just starting out, just their first time full time job, right. and they like don't know what the hell to do. <laughs> right. um, so, a four hundred one k is great if your employer is matching. Right. If your employer is not matching, then there might be more tax smart ways to to save okay um and i i just i do want to like put out my disclaimer i am securities licensed so anything that i say is general do not take it as advice i don't know anybody's specific financial situation right right so right. just okay. so i don't end up in prison okay. no you're good um, okay. <laughs> But, you know, so I don't think that many people listen. No. <laughs> <Stop> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> We're going to start a revolution. Um, so that's definitely the place to start. You want to have an emergency fund and you want to have a savings account. And those are separate things. Oh, OK. Yeah. So what? Why? Like why? Like yeah. You know, why? Yeah. I so, only have a savings. I don't have a, an emergency one. I helps. just consider them the same. <laughs> right. But that's what most people do. But it really helps to separate them mm-hmm. because an emergency fund is for emergencies only. So. Uh, you get laid off, your tire blows out, your water pipe burst, you know? Yeah. And then a savings account is what you're saving for that you know is coming up. Mm -hmm. So vacation, down payment on a house, Mm -hmm. new car, um, remodel. Right. So then those monies are separate and you know what their job is. Okay. So you want to have those. You want to have life insurance, even if you're single, even if you're no kids, You want to have life insurance. Okay. See, I don't Um, think I have that. Yeah. And that's really important because, you know, down the road, things are going to change. You may Mm -hmm. get married. You may have kids. You may have your own business. You may have a health issue. Mm -hmm. And somebody, you know, later may depend upon your paycheck. And now you're sick and you can't get life insurance. Right. But getting it while you're young and healthy, it'll never be cheaper. Right. And then it's in place. Okay. You know, That's good to know. And then if you still have additional funds, um, in most cases, a Roth IRA can be a really good vehicle to start putting money aside. What's that? That is um, an individual retirement account. Okay. So you are allowed by the IRS to put $5,500 a year into this account, and it's a retirement account. And so in addition to your 401k, it's just another place to save. Oh, okay. And do it with that. You know, you're doing it after taxes. Right. So it's a little more tax advantaged. It's good, though, like for at least with 401k, it's like something that I don't really realize. Yeah. So I think that's why it's easy for me. Like I wish that I just all would automatically do that so I didn't have to like move <laughs> things around because yeah. then I don't realize I'm like, oh, I have that much saved. Yeah, and But see, that's what I help my clients do is like automate everything. Right. Because you know, we set it up to where this is automatically going in this savings account and this is going in your emergency fund and this is going to long-term care and, you know, you've already got your retirement set up yeah. and so that you don't have to think about it. I mean, budgeting is my happy place. 
you know, but it's not everybody. You might be the only one. No, I know. I <laughs> no, that's great because it's very unique and it's something that people don't really want to think about yeah. or do. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it is so fun. Like, I think it's so fun. Are it's, you like a real math person? Like, you're, I hate math. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's not even about that. No, it's just. No, it's about like peace and order and structure and knowing that, okay, here's what because I have my Excel spreadsheet and I have my formula, so it does the math for me. Okay. But it's about seeing my accounts grow or so seeing my debts, you know, reduce. Or and, and that really is like a weight off your shoulders. Yeah. Like I'll say like when I, you know, first got my full-time job, like I've been here for seven years. This is the first full-time job I've yeah. really ever had. So when I was able to start paying off credit cards or it really makes you feel so much better mm-hmm. and like it's you can't really describe it but it really was it makes you feel like more free yes and that, <laughs> you and know that's, and that's why we pay off debt it's not yeah. to make the bank happy it's so we can free up that money to live the life that we want to you right. know, not pay extra money of interest on things that we've bought you know and having you know the emergency fund is what is going to help keep us away from those credit cards once we've paid them off. What are some, like, do you have any tips, like, as far as, like, are there other apps that you use that help people? Or is there, like, just even, like, a baby step into, like, say say I'm someone who's, like, overwhelmed mm-hmm. and, like, I mean, obviously call you. But, like, is there something <laughs> that, like, you would recommend, like, first do this? Or is there something that um, can help you maybe sleep at night yes, <laughs> if you feel yes. this way? So, um the first step I would say is and is to know where you're at. You really need to have, most people don't want to face it. They think that they know. You really need to sit down and know where you're at, what your financial situation looks like, mm-hmm. your income, your debt, your savings, your bills. And most people don't know. Well, I think that, I mean, I, I think like some people, once they get a little bit overwhelmed with it, they just kind of ignore it. And yeah. like, it's like, Oh, I don't want to look at my bank account after this weekend. It's like that feeling, you yeah. know, where you're like, because I'm like that sometimes. I'm like, oh, I don't even want to look at my bank right now. And I know I'm not the only one who feels that no, way. No, you're not. You're not. <laughs> I mean, I cringe a little bit, but you're not. No, I know. You know? You're like, oh, God, I, yeah, you need so much help right now. <laughs> um, but then, you know, if, you know, and if that's still too overwhelming, because people may be in a better situation than what they realize, but right. they don't know. Right. You don't, you know, and whether you want to, you know, get healthy or whether you want to go on a vacation, you know, you've got a plan. You've got to know where you're starting from Mm -hmm. to know how to get to where you want to be. But if that's still too much, then what I would say is just automate something, automate a little bit of money to go into your savings account. Okay. Like baby steps. Yeah. So it's not, I think that's the thing is like people look at like the big picture. So they're like, oh, I can't do this. Instead of just starting off like slowly and then you figure it out. I'm sure it's not something that happens overnight. No, no. That's why my program's six months. Six six months. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's some of the best advice you've ever received from somebody or maybe that you've given to somebody else, like one of your clients or both? Hmm. Um, man, I learned so much from my clients and the women that I'm around. Um, I think probably the best advice I've ever been given is to step into my own power, you know, to like embrace who I am, that I know my stuff mm-hmm. and own it, you know. And then um, I would say the best advice that I give my clients is to forgive yourself. You know, if you come to me and you've got you know, what you consider a lot of debt. Right. Or bankruptcies or no savings. Forgive yourself. I mean, that's in the past. You know, you're here now. We're going to change that. 
So I talk to my clients a lot about forgiveness and grace. Yeah, and I feel like the first step is to maybe, I mean, if they're even talking to you to begin with, they're already on the right path. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? exactly. So what about, you talked about your six-week, uh, six-month program, which can be found on your website, right? Yes. More details on that. Yeah. And then how about any events you have coming up? Ooh, I'm so glad you asked. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I'll tell one of the big ones first, and that's the budget workshop, Ooh. which I know everybody wants to know about. <laughs> you know, um, that is June 11th. Okay. Um, at my office, I'm inside Lion Share, which is a co- really cool co-work space. Cool. Um, Where's that? Beach and San Pablo. Yeah, it's been there a little over a year. I I'm think. Trying to think of where it is in the Big Lot Shopping Center. Okay. Yeah. I mean, oh, on the other. Okay, I'm thinking of the other side. Yeah, okay, cool. I mean, it's really cool. So that's where the budget workshop is. It's two hours of hands-on, intensive. I'm walking you through it. You get my budget workbook, okay. which is like my baby, and you leave with a blueprint of what to do next. So that's my budget workshop. Is there tickets? There are tickets um, on Eventbrite. You can also find them on my Facebook page. Okay, so that's a good step in the right direction. Absolutely. You know, without like exposing everything to somebody, just kind of like, here's how you can get started at home in secret. Right, exactly. Okay. There's the baby steps we're talking about. Yes, yes. (laughs) And then um, another event and a great baby step is trailblazers so that I think is I've seen that on facebook maybe you may my have. facebook is very overwhelming sometimes <laughs> like my bank account <laughs> so i just try to avoid it you want to have more dollars than you have friends let's you know yeah. on facebook so it's probably yes. true <laughs> i don't advice, but, yeah. but i should um, yeah so trailblazers is fantastic um i launched it in november um i've been running women's events before that but i wanted something new and different and um, more powerful and this is a great group of women that we get together the last Tuesday of every month mm-hmm. we have a trailblazer so I've identified a woman in Jacksonville who is like owning her passion oh, she cool. is either a business owner or she is doing something in the community that makes her stand out right and then May 29th is our upcoming trailblazers and Maureen Percelli yeah. Owned, do you know her? She came in last week. Oh, yeah. fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So she owns Neat Jack. She is our May Trailblazer. Nice. And she's going to be speaking about minimalism. And so we come together. We have food catered in from Blue Sage Cuisine, Jasmine Wooden. Cool. We have some wine. Um, we have our Trailblazers speak. And then we have, like, a financial lesson. So I tie it to whatever the speaker is talking about. Okay. May is going to be simplifying your finances. Right. So kind of like getting So it some... goes with whatever they do and then your finance yeah. part of it. That's awesome. Yeah. And the speakers are amazing. We have about 40 women in the room. Okay. And these women are outstanding you yeah. know, in their own right. The energy in that room is not, I don't, it's not networking, but we're connecting. We're yeah. learning about each other. We're supporting each other. Right. We're a tribe. Is there tickets for that, too? There are. Okay, yes. cool. And what's so great is the Trailblazer tickets are $10. Nice. Yeah, and you get booze and you get food. I so. mean, you can't beat that. Right? Booze, food, and knowledge. <laughs> yes. There you go. And it is women only. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. Um. Okay, so everybody, if you want to go to either of those events, check out Eventbrite. Yes. Okay. And then social media, you probably have it, right? I do. Where people can follow you and learn more and, you know, yes. maybe... 
take your advice on how to help their financial situation, which I should probably do. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. I'm on Facebook. My business page is April Caldwell. Okay. Um, I'm on Instagram and you can go to my website, aprilcaldwell.me and subscribe to my blog. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> April, thank you so much. Thank I think we got you. some good tips to help people out. And then if you want to learn more, you got to go to one of those events or check yeah. out our website. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.